Hey everybody, Josh Sirtson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, Certified Financial Planner. I urge people to check the links in the description. We have a bit.ly link if you want to uh, get a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review with him. Of course, he has been speaking out against the Great Reset for quite some time now, and we have a lot to go into today regarding the Great Reset, regarding the economy, because I don't think we've ever seen an era in history where we have so much economic struggle worldwide at the same time. Uh, the pound is down almost 40% on the year. Um, the euro has reached below parity with the dollar. So much has happened since the last time we talked with Tim just a few months ago. Uh, I mean, it's absolutely insane. And BRICS is growing by the day with a lot of new alliances, which we'll get into later. But first, Tim, um, a lot of Americans right now are looking at getting a second job, some even third jobs with like online work, whatever they could get out of it uh, to battle inflation. Of course, um, the attempts to uh, stop inflation by the Fed, quote unquote, uh, stop inflation. It's it's actually leading to more. Um, they say they could see 20 million jobs lost, but we're going to see jobs lost and we're going to see massive inflation at the same time. Can you kind of go into what we're seeing right now as we are seeing this historical inflation and potential huge job loss going forward? Yeah, well, thanks, Josh. Well, just the other day, the Chicago Fed president says rate hikes will continue even if it leads to job losses. And so, I mean, they were, you know, 12 years behind the curve. They should have been raising rates, you know, back when, first off, they shouldn't even exist. And they shouldn't, yeah. there shouldn't even be a mechanism for them to gain the rates because there shouldn't be a Fed Reserve. So that's that out there. But all these numbers are rigged. I wrote a book called How It's Rigged. And one of the numbers that I haven't focused a lot on is actually the unemployment rate. And so when they tout up, you know, these, you know, good economic numbers and these great uh, job numbers, let's say someone used to be making $100,000 a year uh, as an engineer and they lost their job. And now they've got a job as like, you know, $20,000 a year as a waiter and maybe another $25,000 as a painter and another, uh, you know, $20,000, you know, for something else. So now they're making $65,000, but now they actually would count. Uh, so before he counted as one job to the economy, now this person would count as having three jobs. And so they don't take into account like, oh, well, you know, Fred, who was making a hundred grand a year is now busting his ass, making 65 grand a year while everything Fred wants to buy is, you know, cost dramatically more. And so that's just one of the ways that they rig the unemployment numbers. So, so paradoxically, and I'll say this in air quotes for the podcast listeners, this could help the unemployment rate with people getting second and third jobs. And that is a lot of the reasons why they're so-called good. Uh, you know, why the numbers aren't as bad right now is because it's not taking into account that people are getting second jobs, third jobs. You know, they've been laid off from one of their good jobs and now we're in two crap jobs. And so it's not, you know, a slight against anybody that has to do what they can do what they have to do to make a buck and feed their family, but it's a slight on the system and how they're constantly rigging these numbers and constantly gaming things to make things seem as rosy as possible for the uh, incumbent parties. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, inflation is so much higher than what they are actually um, admitting to right now. And, you know, for the first time, I think we've actually seen a large swath of the American public talking about inflation. And it that only really happens in a crisis because people just ignore this stuff for ages. We've been talking about this, Tim, for so, so long. And, you know, you mentioned inflation to people. People don't think of inflation. They're like, oh, we want higher wages, all this stuff that literally does not do anything about the overall issue of inflation, which of course comes from a private central bank uh, alongside their adversaries or their their um, best friends, the IRS, which of course the, the 
Uh, IRS is also a private organization that um, steals people's money. Um, they're plundering wealth and they've been using it for years to enslave people into debt servitude. And, you know, all these years they knew it was going to happen. They knew it was going to collapse. And now we're witnessing this collapse and it looks like they're giddy about it. People think they're going to go and try and save the economy. It seems to me that they want the economy to collapse at this point so they can move into a new system. Now, we won't go get straight into the Great Reset yet. We'll do that uh, after our break. But Tim, I wanted to ask you about um, like this this appearance of a control collapse. I mean, it just seems so perfect that we're seeing the the job loss, the inflation. We're seeing the um, you know supply chain collapse. We're seeing an energy crisis, a recession, all at the same time. It seems like the perfect storm for the end of an empire. So why are they adding more fuel to the fire? Well, the creator of the Federal Reserve System, I can't remember if the guy's name was James Warburg or Paul Warburg, but anyways, he was the one that in the play, uh, Annie, Daddy, he was Daddy Warbucks, and he said, we shall have a one world government. It's only a matter if it's through consent or conquest. And so they realized that beating people down in world wars is not the best way. You get people to beg. And so I mean, I'm not, not a huge like Star Wars buff, but you know, isn't there that scene when Princess Leia is like, oh, this is how the Empire dies with like thunderous applause. Yeah. And so they need people to buy into into their own slavery and so part of that consent is when they crash things oh look at us we're the federal government we're the central banks which basically run the government not basically they do run the government uh and then we are here to help with a cbdc and so if you take a look so right now there's only three things that essentially the uh you know federal reserve and central banks around the world can try to control and that's you know the stock market the bond market and the dollar the past 14 years they were trying to save basically the stock market and the bond market. Now they're trying to save the dollar by raising these interest rates. And so it's taking all this capital from around the world, uh, basically coming back to America, giving the dollar you know, its perceived strength, which is something I did predict at Anarchaboco 2020 when pretty much got laughed off stage when I said I thought paradoxically the dollar would get stronger before it ultimately collapses uh you know it's not the answer you know a bunch of crypto anarchists want to hear but it's not because i love the dollar eventually that strength is going to lead to its weakness but now we're in the phase of trying to save the dollar well that means that the expense of the bond market which then affects the stock market everybody you know aside from i'll give a shout out to greg manorino like aside from him basically every other financial pundit you know has not been talking about this and so it is the debt and the rapid increases in the interest rates which is then affecting the stock market not the other way around so all this other stuff like the pe ratios and all the other valuations none of that has mattered for pretty much the last 14 years and guess what it definitely doesn't matter now and you know there's never been a stock market that has bottomed while the fed is still increasing rates so getting back to the three things they can save well now what they are uh or the one thing they can save is the dollar now if we take a look at the bond market if you are holding on to bonds i mean the the most widely accepted like 20 year I, because of the sec rules and this is all for informational purposes i'm not allowed to give ticker symbols but basically the most popular 20-year u.s government bond fund out there is down around 40 percent since november and so these are people that are being you know they're trying to be really safe and you know and i was complaining about you know 14 years ago complaining about how this was eventually going to blow up and for 14 years i was pretty much wrong or early but then all the interest you made and everything else was basically gone in the span of like a month or two so okay great i knew it was a bad idea over a decade ago it took a little while for it to unfold but eventually you know it you've lost everything and more uh and then by the time you get your money back you're going to have to get depleted dollars that aren't going to be worth anything anyways so the bond market being you know massive just way bigger than the stock market or as you know trump was a huge and so this is such a big market that 
if you, let's say you have a million dollars, 10 year bond, rates go up 1%, your million bucks is now 900,000. Rates go up 2%, your million bucks is now about 780-ish because of compounding. Now just imagine this at the Federal Reserve level because they're holding, they're the biggest holder of bonds or for the Chinese or you know, yeah. you're the average retail person. Uh, so this has compounding effects where, you know, and we're only talking about rate increases of like one or 2%. What happens if you have like a 30 year bond rates go up 1%, you, you lose 30% rates go up 2%, yeah. you're down like 60 something percent. So it doesn't take very much for this entire system to blow up, but I think they want that to blow up. So that, that way they come in as the quote unquote saviors to help with the CBDC and they sucker everybody into that system. And, at, and under the best scenario, maybe that blow up doesn't happen. They, because of all this money printing that has gone on, they make the dollars worth less and less and less until eventually your money's worthless. And then look what happens. Now, all of a sudden, you know, you come in with universal basic income with the CBDC tied in with all the social credit tracking yeah. stuff, all the same stuff Josh and I were talking about, you know, in early 2020 that helped get us kicked off YouTube that has now all come to fruition. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's so much to go into here and we're going to get further into this like collapse of an empire that we're witnessing right here today. Um, I urge people to go to the libertyadvisor.com and the libertyadvisorshow.com. We also have a bit.ly link in the description uh, if you want to get involved with a free initial consultation from Tim Pachot, who is a certified financial planner. We'll be right back after this short break. We'll be right back to our interview, but first I want to make it abundantly clear. They are coming after us, my friends, in so many ways, shapes, and forms. And we as individuals have a responsibility to get prepared. That's why I urge people watching this right now to go over to our Lion Energy link in the description of this video. Lion Energy never run out of power. You could go and get your lithium batteries, your solar generators, your power banks, your solar panels. This is extremely important. And if you go through our link, you'll save a bunch of money and of course get free shipping, 100% money back guarantee. They're going for the throat of the grid worldwide. We're watching it happen absolutely everywhere. And our predictions are all coming true, unfortunately, which is why the way we win this war for humanity is by being prepared. So this isn't about some climate change nonsense. This is about actually being able to buckle down and have a solution when the government comes after our energy. Being attached to the government energy grid is stupid in the first place, don't you think? So make sure to check that link in the description for Lion Energy. I also urge people to check out our Garden Tower Project link in the description. You'll save a whole bunch of money if you go through us and get a tower garden. If you're in a big city, it's a very important tool to being sure that you can harvest some seeds and actually have some food for your family when the supply chain uh, inevitably goes down, obviously. And on top of that, um, even if you have property where you can plant on the property, it is a great uh, you know, alternative to making sure that you have a way to create that sustainable food that you need going forward into the Great Reset. So we have a whole bunch of different options linked in the, the description at this Tower Garden project. Again, if you go through our link, you can get a whole bunch of stuff, including glow, uh, uh, grow lights. Also, check out heavensharvest.com for long-term storable food that's non-GMO. Heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started. Use code WAM, that's W-A-M. And you get free shipping in the United States on most of this stuff. Again, with the control collapse of the supply chain, it is just stupid to not have anything prepared. Your money is going to be worthless, but you will have food if you are actually 
prepared for what is about to come and not in some ration line for some Bill Gates mRNA infused junk. Also check out our link for the late great Dr. Zelenko's vitamins and supplements, high levels of vitamins and supplements in this order. You could use our um, link in the description. And again, you save a bunch of money if you go through us and get free shipping. Um, and just do it in honor of the great Dr. Zelenko who died trying to warn us about what was coming. And then finally, check out the Red Pill Expo link in the description. Salt Lake City, Utah, November 12th to 13th. We hope to see you there. Hosted by the great G. Edward Griffin. Many amazing speakers are going to be there. And if you use code WAM, that's W-A-M, you, of course, will uh, save 10% on your ticket. So I hope you go and check those links below. We can't do it without your support and you staying alive and being mobilized is better than anything we could ask for as far as donations, et cetera. This is a way for us to stay alive while you at the same time are able to prepare yourself as human beings for the fight that really is the most historical fight throughout all humankind. We are trying to uphold civilization here. We are trying to uphold empathy, responsibility, freedom. So go to those links below and get involved and get prepared now. Anyways, back to the video. All right, my friends, we are back and there is so much to go into today because of course, what we've been witnessing is historic. Liz Truss just today as I speak, resigned as prime minister in the UK after just 45 days in office. The pound is collapsing 40%. The queen just died. You know, we have King Charles III who helped launch a great reset with Klaus Schwab. We have the collapse of the Euro, the collapse of the European Union. The Belgian prime minister is talking about five to 10 years of rationing ahead of us and the UN food chief talking about a famine that's imminent. Meanwhile, we have emerging economies completely collapsing. And of course, everyone's feeling inflation basically everywhere. The US dollar is in a free fall unless you compare it to other currencies around the world. It's a race to the bottom. And Tim earlier mentioned, you know, the dollar milkshake theory, you know, the dollar will do well until it suddenly doesn't. And with the bond markets uh, absolutely getting cratered in this situation, there's a lot to go into here. And I wanted to mention an article that I recently saw, and it's exactly what a lot of us have been predicting for a while. It's out of natural news. It says end of petrodollar edges closer as Saudi Arabia looks set to join new China dominated BRICS economic Alliance. So this is a pretty big story because, um, of course, the the president of South Africa recently accidentally acknowledged and confirmed the fact that Saudi Arabia is moving into BRICS. Of course, uh, South Africa being part of the BRICS alliance. And now we have essentially a new world reserve currency that's being built. It's based on a basket of currencies, kind of like the SDR at the IMF, but a competitor to it. And we have, after the Turkish lira collapsed, essentially, they moved into BRICS. We could see that echo likely with a lot of other countries around the world. And as we see a control collapse of an empire, as we see the demoralization of people with Joe Biden, Liz Truss, and with, you you know, uh, the European Union and all the resignations, what we will see here is um, one of the biggest currency shifts in world history. So we're talking China, Russia, India, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Egypt, Brazil, South Africa. We are looking at one of the biggest moves into a new world reserve currency ever. And they say it is going 
to be a cashless currency. They say it's going to be a CBDC and they have all been acknowledging the ideas of carbon credit. So we have an energy crisis. Oh, come in with a carbon credit, put a smart meter on your home, uh, tell the government how much water, electricity or gas that you use on a daily basis, which will allow the government to decide your carbon credit score, attach your bank account and decide how much food rations you're allowed to have, how much Bill Gates mRNA infused garbage GMO junk that they can kill you with in those food ration lines, how much you're allowed to drive your car. And of course, how much, how many businesses you're allowed to go in. The vaccine passport was a litmus test. Anyway, Tim, passing it to you, as I mentioned before, the libertyadvisor.com is a certified financial planner. Let's go into this a bit, Tim. Um, we have this news of Saudi Arabia moving into the BRICS system. What effect does this have overall on the dollar system as a world world reserve currency, as well as inflation and how it affects the average person? Well, I think it's going to be a situation where everything is fine until the day it's not fine. So it's like, so each one of these steps, you know, in and of itself doesn't kill the dollar, but it's just, you know, like water building up over a dam and to dam this, you know, like everything else in this country, you know, rotting out infrastructure and about to burst. And so, you know, it's just gathering more and more uh, mass behind it until eventually, you know, it bursts and just like, you know, everything is fine. And so you can have Joe Biden up there eating an ice cream while saying, uh, you know, taking a break between sniffing kids, talking about how great the economy is, when everybody knows the economy is not that great. And the only reason why there is inflation, because he did correctly say, well, the bigger problem is the inflation around the world. Uh, well, the reason there's inflation around the world is because the U.S., as the world reserve currency, gets to basically export the inflation all around the world. And so this is a system where it greatly benefits you know, those of us inside the United States at the expense of the other 95 percent of the population. Uh, so maybe one of the goals is just you know, reduce the world population and then, boom, it's not a problem anymore. So you know, not to give many ideas there. But it's one of those things where it's, it's always going to be fine until the day it's not fine. And one of these days, it's going to be Monday. The dam's going to break. And then you know, and the whole plan, it, I mean, Klaus Schwab's book, uh, page 73 through 75, subchapter is called The Fate of the U.S. Dollar, where they outline how, you know, it's an exorbitant privilege for the U.S. to be the world reserve. And here's some steps so that, you know, would lead to the dollar losing that dominance. And, you know, one of those steps is uh, weaponizing the dollar against other countries. Oh, yeah. Boom. Check right there. You know, So, you know, if you're another country, why are you going to use a system that is going to get weaponized against you? Uh, you know, and the thing is, I mean, other countries are smart enough to realize this. So nobody wants to be the, you know, the the first one to get all the arrows. I mean, it's just, you know, just go ask Gaddafi how that works or Saddam Hussein or, you know, or, uh, you know, the I forgot the guy over in Syria or uh, Assad. But the people that try taking down this regime, you know, end up, you know, getting, you know, uh, you know, suicided or something else happening to them. But it's just gathering this momentum and everything is headed towards that day. And this dollar supposed strength. I did see somebody say it's like saying, you know, it's like the uh, strongest person in the cancer ward right now. And so that's what the dollar is. It's like the best person. I mean, not to you know, laugh at, uh, make a joke about people in cancer wards, but uh, it's just showing like what the dollar is. I mean, you are, it's an absolute joke. And yet, if you are borrowing in dollars, like a lot of other countries borrow in dollars, and now your currency has gone down, you know, 50% relative to the dollar, now you owe twice as much. Yeah. Uh, essentially, you have to work twice as hard to pay off that note, which makes it that much harder to pay it off which then is going to all which you know it's one of those things where it's like if somebody owes you uh you know a hundred dollars they've got a problem you know if somebody owes you a billion dollars you know you've got a problem you know and yeah. so in, in, in this case it's the other countries 
that are going to band together to ultimately get away from a system that is enslaving them, doesn't benefit them anymore. And then with, you know, people like Joe Biden in office, not that, you know, the people in power don't matter anyway, uh, you know, because the real power is at the Federal Reserve level. And who did Donald Trump pick as Fed chair? Jerome Powell. Who did yeah. Joe Biden pick as Fed chair? Jerome Powell. I mean, enough said. Yeah. Right I mean, yeah, there's a lot to be said about that. And obviously it goes all the way down to there is a deep state, but not a deep state of Democrats or Republicans. A deep state at the end, though Democrats are obviously worse than Republicans. It's not about playing that game. It There's people beyond that that would shoot them in the head if they decided to go against the establishment. That's why the establishment always reigns. That's why there's Jeffrey Epstein tapes out there of all these politicians with children just utilized as blackmail. That's, that's a whole idea. Oh, and he this didn't get canceled by Chase us. Bank or he didn't get canceled. I mean, Kanye West or Gay, you know, he gets canceled, but, uh, you know, Epstein didn't get canceled by anybody. Well, and, and that's the that's a thing. I mean, it, it's like it, it's pretty obviously proving Kanye's point, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'll go. I won't, I won't go into that right now. But uh, with that said, I mean, uh, it, like looking at the Deagle forecast, for example, you see China is uh, as the number one most populous country in the world will only lose about 20 or so 22 million people out of their one point three eight billion people um, and their GDP will go way up from 11 uh 11 uh, billion to 16 billion i mean it, it's uh well i think it's trillion but anyway the point is um you know you look at the deagle forecast and you see the population decrease that they've predicted versus the gdps of all these countries and you really see there there is a shift happening but it's it's not your regular shift the way money is going to work in the future or not work for that matter is going to be very different from what we understand as money today and with cbdc's and having social credit and stuff like that our value of our currency a lot of it not only will be based on how much they digitally create but also how much we comply and how much we, um, you know, from uh, on a day-to-day basis, it won't be you worked your butt off and you made a bunch of money. It'll be you worked your butt off and you said something negative about the government and now you are um, basically in a currency gulag. Uh, a good example is Jack Ma. Jack Ma said something. He's the richest guy in China. And he says something negative about the Chinese, Chinese regulations. Really minor offense, really. But he said something negative about the the regulations in China and what happens to him. He disappeared for almost two years. The, The point is money will not save you in the future. Not only can you not take it with you, but money will be a totally different concept in the coming years. It's not going to be based on wealth of amount, though that will have some say, as always. It will be largely about how much you comply They've been building up this social collectivist system of, um, you know, complete, you know, brainwashing and technocracy for quite some time. So, uh, Tim, in the future, how do you picture the economy with a cashless society? And will people um, fight back or will they be too afraid to fight back because they'll lose their social credit score? I mean, what do you think? Because this is a totally different system. Carbon credits, social credit. Um, you know, smart meters, it's a totally different uh, ballpark here. Yeah, first, I just want to touch on, you know, what is money? And so right now, I mean, what we're using is, you know, better defined as currency. I know a lot of our listeners and viewers know that, but, you know, the money is the problem. You go back to 1964 when the money, uh, you know, the quarters and dimes and nickels had were about 90% silver. Well, 
they do so basically the money had like actual real uh real value to it because it had actual precious metals inside of there well you take those four quarters or i think 1964 i think the minimum wage was about a dollar 25 so express another way it could be five quarters those five quarters today are probably with the silver content are probably they're definitely north of 20 dollars probably let's say 22 to 25 dollars depending on like the premium and all those other uh situations and so Express another way, the minimum wage back then was really almost like $25 an hour. Uh, and so it doesn't matter what you bring the minimum wage up to if the money is crap. And so the money is crap built on a whole foundation of crap that is uh, eventually going to go to crap because it's built off crap. And so the and money is the problem. And recently, just last week, I was in Vegas and I spoke at a uh, an alternative investment conference where I had an 80 year old guy call me a conspiracy theorist because I went, you know, hardcore volunteerist and didn't really hold back any punches. And, right. uh, you know, I think I wouldn't have done my job if that weren't the case. But I asked the room now, this is financial advisors at an alternative investment conference. These are already advisors who are thinking differently than your average sort of advisor that knows nothing about anything we're talking about. And, and then I'm, at, I'm furthermore, I'm at a crypto panel where it's me and one of Anthony Scaramucci's guys. And then I, I asked the audience, I'm like, all right, what percentage of, of you have heard about a CBDC? Maybe 10% raised their hands. So this means that their clients aren't asking them about CBDCs. They'd never even heard of CBDCs. They didn't even like sheepishly even raise their hand like they knew it. And so we are still early to this because there still is time to prepare, but just part of the preparing and things that you talk about every day, you know, on your channel and things that people can do to get prepared. And part of what we're doing prepared is, you know, my girlfriend and I just moved out to our, uh, you know, our own homestead where we're going to start growing our, our own food, getting off grid, talk with some solar guys yesterday and being as, you know, non-reliant on the system and on the grid as possible. And I was asking the solar guys, I'm like, well, if I'm tied in the grid now, like I need transfer switches, ways to not feed back into the system if the grid goes down, because I don't want to go down with it. And, you know, if you can't do that for me, you know, it's basically useless. Uh, and so people eventually, you know, food crisis is, is probably the biggest thing that will spark a revolt because, you know, it's one thing not to be able to afford an iPhone. It's one thing not to, you know, get another pair of, you know, sneakers or something. It's another thing not to be able to eat. And so yeah. when you start having, you know, a certain percentage of your own family's GDP going to the basics of just, you know, food and energy and housing, uh, you know, that's is going to spark revolt, except the problem is the bad guys know this and they, you know, through Google and through just all this sentient knowledge of the whole collective system, they can then steer those movements and they're probably going to try to steer you into a CBDC. And it's just crazy how woefully unprepared people are. Uh, now with the Deagle report, you're mentioning, you know, what China's GDP is. Well, China's GDP could be 16 quadrillion when expressed in dollars because right. uh, the inflation's you know, going to make the money worthless eventually. But uh, in the interim, people are still we're still on this trajectory of the dollar getting stronger. One of the crazy things is the 10 year treasury. The last time I looked you know, like an hour ago was 4.22 percent. I didn't even think I'll be honest. I didn't think they'd even be able to get it that high without all hell breaking loose. I mean, we can argue if all hell isn't breaking loose or not already, uh, just your definition of hell breaking loose. But I can't believe that they've even been able to like fake their way to this without just complete pandemonium because every, this is a giant Ponzi scheme. that's all predicated on getting deeper and deeper into debt because the money or the currency we use as money is debt. And so that is the biggest problem. And it's going to get even worse when CBDCs. And so, you know, it's imperative that all your viewers and listeners do everything they can to warn their friends, warn their family, because, you know, if I'm in a room of, you know, financial advisors that are alternative investments at a crypto portion of it. And none of them know what CBDCs are. You can bet that the average person has no idea how close we are to this complete hell on earth, you know, 
basically being unleashed on everybody. Yeah, you literally have the king's ransom behind you there. I mean, money is debt and people are essentially forced to pay off the interest on the debt that they never agreed to. But they gave us this social contra uh, contract when we were babies and we allegedly signed it out of the womb, which, of course, we did not. But, of course, that is how this government legal fiction BS system is built up. And, um, you know, we... <laughs> We have so much that we could go into here today, but I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to be closing it off right away. But yeah, we see Joe Biden eating ice cream, saying the economy's fine. Even the most hardcore Democrats. And I've asked like very far left Biden loving people about it. And they're like traumatized by it. They're like, I don't know. I thought he was good. I'm like, really? You really thought he was? He saw all those things leading up to the, the election. You thought, oh, this guy's good. Yeah, I like this guy. Like, what is wrong with people? You have to really question people's. I mean, brainwashing has to be strong if you can send like Beavis and Butthead out there, and 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 people are like, "Oh, this guy's great. He's gonna save us from the problems." He, oh yeah, he created in the first place. And of course, um, just going off of the whole, you know, carbon credit, social credit system. I I would say that the new form of money is your compliance. Your compliance is the currency in the future. And if your if your compliance is the currency in the future then that means you need you need to make that um because you know value comes from scarcity and demand you need to make that compliance as little as humanly possible it'll be worth a lot more um but of course that comes down to you as an individual and and what is it valued in you as an individual being a human being and standing up against this tyranny and of course this is why I urge people, and this isn't a, this is not financial advice um but I speak for myself here this is my opinion um, is is privacy coins because he you know Tim mentioned in the future China's GDP could be like a hundred quadrillion dollars yeah well I look forward to be a hundred being a hundred trillionaire in U.S. dollars in privacy coins it's not that the value of the privacy coin is necessarily going to go up it's just that the dollar is going to be so so incredibly destroyed in this coming conflict that. Uh, I mean, everything will be extremely valuable in, 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 you know, in comparison to it. I have a, and I would just a say, two by you know, four. For, and I would just say for some people who are, you know, asking like, when's Bitcoin going to be a million dollars, when's silver going to be a thousand dollars an ounce? Well, it's like, you know, care for what you wish for, because in that world, you've got a lot of your friends and family who are going to be starving. You're going to have people that literally cannot afford to feed themselves or house themselves there's going to be you know just complete like blood in the streets yeah. uh you're going to have situations like that are going on in venezuela where you know basically <laughs> girls have to prostitute themselves just to feed themselves so it's like you know it's sort of like i'd be careful what you wish for i'm not you know hoping the day bitcoin gets a million dollars because i would rather have it be like nineteen thousand, have the world not go to complete crap than you know that type of world but you know what josh and i've been trying to warn against this stuff for you know over a decade and, uh, you know, we can only do so much. And, and getting back to your compliance comment, it doesn't matter how compliant you are. It doesn't matter how under the radar you want to be to be safe. They're coming for everybody. They already have come for everybody with over, you know, half the country or whatever. Uh, you know, not that I really believe all their stats getting vaccinated with, you know, the, the fake jab poison that they're giving out to everybody. But they're already coming after everybody. So it doesn't matter how, you know, quiet you want to be or I want to system. Uh, you know what? They're, they're going to go go after everybody. So just because you're quiet, just because you don't want to make any waves, they're coming for you. They're coming for the family. They're coming for the kids. Now they're trying to get the jab. CDC, I think, just announced that they want to have the jab approved for kids. And the reason is that they approve for kids and there's some other liability protection that they can't uh, you know, get in trouble off this like, experimental jab under this uh, uh, because obviously, you know, if Alex Jones is hit with a billion dollars, 
lost to, I mean, what should, you know, the CEO of Pfizer and Moderna yeah. and Fauci and all these others get hit with for the massive lies that they've caused that have actually, you know, turned into millions well, of Well, that's the thing. One of the biggest lawsuits in the history of the world was about a $2.3 billion um, lawsuit with Pfizer. And then Alex Jones has to pay almost half that amount for saying things about Sandy Hook, which, by the way, I still think were true and come and sue me. The thing is that uh, I, I think children die, but, you know, I, I think it was a false flag. It was definitely a false flag and there were definitely fake parents. I don't give a damn. There, I was watching. I, I hate to admit that I was watching CNN, but I was watching CNN when that happened, when uh, not when it happened, but like right, right after it happened. And I watched helicopter footage where they had a guy running out in uh, yeah, Associated you know, Press tactical gear. And then I then I, I've moved three times since so I can't find the article. But I had a newspaper from Newtown where it talked about that in the paper. And then the guy gets unarrested. And then there's another one where I watched them open up the trunk of the kid's car. And then the AR-15 is in the trunk. So I'm like, how did he shoot everybody with the AR-15 if they are? And it wasn't even his car either. That was the other thing. It was just they. It was a uh, some guy who apparently worked for the FBI at one point. It's just. It's but insane. then it's like, but then it's like, I wouldn't put it past the government to kill a bunch of kids. I mean, they're yeah, of course, you know, killing a bunch of kids with everything to do things. anyway. So yeah, maybe all those kids did die, but they, there was enough evidence, enough other previous shootings that yeah. this deserved to be questioned. And it's not like, oh, like Alex Jones sent someone to go pee on someone's grave. There's no evidence that uh, anyone's grave got peed. He didn't on. even mention no the names, Tim. Tim, he didn't even mention the names of anyone other than Robbie Parker. All the other parents, he never mentioned. Since when can you sue someone if they never mention your name for a billion dollars? And, and the FBI agent, the FBI agent, he had no idea who he was until after the fact. So any any uh, basically bureaucrat can now sue anybody for a billion. It, but the thing is, that was such an egregious sentence, sort of like, you know, obviously the egregious sentence like that Ross Ulbricht got. But when you get these super, super egregious sentences, like had it been like a two million dollar lawsuit, I feel like that would almost be like more chilling, you know, representative to like what Alex Jones' net worth is than a billion. Because it might as well be getting back to the China thing. Might as well be a sixteen quadrillion dollar lawsuit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can't get blood from a stone, and, and so that is obviously going to get appealed. It's laughable, but it's meant to silence the Joe Rogans of the world. It's meant to silence the other content creators. Yeah, uh, you know who don't have the balls. And now Kanye like, West like, is getting sued by George Floyd's family, even though he gave them two and a half million dollars. You know, and just because they said he died from fentanyl, which he had in his system when he died and that was his official cause of death regardless of how i feel about cops which i'm not a fan of but you know um it, all of this comes full circle for the great reset for the carbon credits for the 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 social credit system you are not safe from this and i keep telling people i don't like you could be very smart you could be totally awake about all this stuff but if you aren't prepared if you have money tied up in the banking system and you're dependent on that bank to keep your money which again if your money's in the bank it's not yours as a bank's and if you think that you're going to get away with not having storable foods not having backup electricity not having guns good luck to you i hope you are are well i hope you're right and i wish you well um i wanted to mention finally at the end here um i i wrote a twitter post uh just today world alt media on twitter i know i'm still on twitter but uh just it, it's good to be able to reach people in as many ways as possible uh world alt media on twitter i wrote remember five years ago when you thought the world was super messed up it was but in retrospect they seem like brighter days today. This is the truth. We were basically in nuclear mode just years ago. Um, Tim, I remember doing videos with you around 2018. 
And it was like, this is insane. I can't believe people are accepting this. And then all this other stuff happened after. And I look back at those crazy days, see how they normalize people in this way, socially conditioned people, even the smartest of, of people out there, the most awake people out there. You look back and it's like, yeah, those were great days. No, they weren't. They were terrible days, regarding like politically, geopolitically, economically. We're going to look at these. We're going to look at these days five years from now in the same way that these were the good days. You know, just like I was saying, you know, be careful what you wish for with the Bitcoin going to a million bucks or silver to a thousand, yeah. because when that does happen, there's going to be a lot of other things that people wish they were doing, and it's not easy. Because, you know, say, oh, hey, just go ahead and move. Well, I just moved, you know, about 100 miles away from where I was previously. Uh, and moving as a prepper absolutely sucks. Let me just let's be the first <laughs> one to put that out there uh, with all the crap you've got to bring and everything. But the thing is, this is now only just begun because now it's in getting all the different food systems ready and getting the chickens ready. I mean, there's a whole bunch of work that is ahead of us. And so if you think like, oh, I'm just going to like time this out to try to do everything like right before like the maximum moment of all this stuff. Uh, well, how many, a lot of people that have these types of properties have them because they're trying to prepare for such a thing yeah. themselves. And you've got to take, you've got to heed the time now to do stuff because this stuff takes a while to set up. You've got to see, you know, what the land, you know, gives you like, where different like rainfall comes down from. It takes time. It's not like you just go through and Johnny Appleseed just throw a bunch of seeds in the ground and, and boom, everything's up and running. Like it takes time to learn this stuff. Right. It's not the number one thing that I want to be doing, but it, you know, it's just every fiber in me and gut instinct says this is what we have to be doing and so you should be going and looking at backup solar uh, generators that you know josh is selling and backup food and these are all things that i already have and so you know it's things that you should have and it doesn't matter if you've got a million dollar portfolio and uh, oh you know you started that because you didn't feel like doing this uh and, and getting prepared a little bit ahead of time and if you got prepared when we were talking about this two years ago Oh, it would have cost you a whole lot less to get generators yeah. to get actually some of the stuff's cheaper. Like lithium ion batteries, probably about the only thing yeah. that's cheaper, but you know, use that to your advantage. Silver is a little bit cheaper now. Use that to your advantage. Right. So well, you can keep going on I mean, and on and on. There's things I you could do now. Again, freedom is not supposed to be easy. We are endowed by God with responsibilities. And if we do not act on those responsibilities, we lack the very ingredients of humanity itself. My friends, we all need to be prepared. And if we are not prepared, then we unfortunately perish with the rest of the sheep. So my whole goal is mobilizing people. It always has been. It's been the idea of being able to give people the news, give people these ideas, give people these stories, speak about freedom, and hopefully mobilize people to actually take take some kind of responsibility over their own life so that they as individuals can prosper, can save their family. You got kids that have kids, you have grandkids, your kids are not preparing, they're asleep, prepare for them. This is extremely important. We have to understand that this is the future of humanity. They're building a tower of Babel. They're going to tear it down on our heads. And if they're, as I've been saying it for months and months and months, if there's a war on humanity, the solution is to be more human, be more be more conscious, be more responsible. So that comes down to you. I'm going to finish this off, Tim. I appreciate you joining us today. And again, you can find him at thelibertyadvisor.com, the, the libertyadvisorshow.com. And of course, there's a bit.ly link in the description if you want to get a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review with him. Again, if you're worried about your savings, if you're worried about your retirement, which you should be, you should seriously consider looking into um, the Liberty Advisor. And I want to also throw out a shout out to learntherisk.org. We were talking about uh, vaccines earlier a little bit. And of course, they have been documenting this fight for uh, you know understanding medical awareness, vaccine awareness 
um, over at learntherisk.org. And they're trying to raise money to put up billboards, actually wake people up and do things that have real world positive consequences, um, you know, and consequences for the uh, companies like Pfizer, which by the way, is trending everywhere. Pfizer gate, Pfizer gate, everywhere you look, people are waking up and yet um, still, we have them introducing these death shots into the vaccine schedule for children. It is evil. And they're going after us from our soul to our very being, not just survival, but how we survive and how we would be dependent on them. So I urge people go over to learntherisk.org. And finally, as we're go ahead, Tim. Uh, so because you mentioned, you know, Pfizer, well, Merck, uh, you know, helped get started by Brandy Vaughn, who, in my opinion, was murdered a week before the poison jab came out. Uh, she helped blow the whistle on Vioxx. Uh, now, getting back to the Alex Jones suit, I think Vioxx settled for $830 million when this was making billions of dollars a year. So they just take a portion of their profits as, you know, a, an indulgence to the regulators, whereas Alex Jones is hit with a billion dollars for, you know, offending some people who didn't even know that they were offended by him until, you know, the whole, uh, you know, interview they did with right. face who got, uh, you know, I don't even want to say her name. Uh, but yeah, so we get, so Merck, you know, gets, you know, off you know on this with you know a portion of their profits and alex jones gets hit with over a billion dollars what a fair and just world that we i know it, it's and and this is just a warning to all of us my friends i mean if you look at uh jp morgan shutting down kanye west and then cat turd on twitter who's a popular uh conservative commentator got taken down by bank of america it's just a warning to all of you they're coming for you and censoring you they're going to censor you in every kind of way possible until they eventually just line you up against a wall and shoot your brains out we need to be prepared for this and the only way we prepare is by being able to be independent and look they don't expect it they they, they enslave us because they expect us to be compliant they expect us to be irresponsible because that's how they win dependence compliance work hand in hand so therefore they're going after the food supply they're going after the energy supply on purpose you're attached to the government grid think about how crazy that is for a second we've just all been normalized to it but the fact of the matter is if you're if you're attached to the government electricity grid the government can do whatever they want with you same with the water so again i urge people check those links below we have heavensharvest.com long-term storable foods that are non-gmo use code wham w-a-m get heirloom seeds there we also have a new tower garden project link in the description to get a tower garden um use our link and you save a bunch of money uh going through there again code wham at uh heavensharvest.com whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods to save a bunch of money if you go through us and finally lion energy you use that link in the description get batteries get solar panels get power banks all these things very important stuff my friends so get on that now before it is too late and you could check out all those other links below we have Dr. Zelenko, the late great Dr. Zelenko's vitamins and supplements, as well as um, our link for the Red Pill Expo 2022 um, in Salt Lake City, Utah, coming up, I believe, on November 12th and 13th. Uh, you could use code WAM, W-A-M, and get 10% off your tickets. Anyway, finally, make sure to check out Tim Pachot's website, thelibertyadvisor.com. Uh, if you want to become a client of his, or if you want a free initial consultation, see that bit.ly link below. Anyway, I appreciate you joining us, Tim. We always get off track at the end of these videos, but you know, it all comes to the same, same end 
climax, which is un- unfortunately um, technocracy. It's transhumanism. It's it's this it's this technocratic world order, the Great Reset that we're walking into. We'll own nothing and we'll be happy. Uh, eat the bugs, drink the sewage. Well, I won't be eating any bugs. I won't be drinking any sewage. And hey, if Klaus Schwab wants to go out and, and eat some bugs and drink some sewage, I endorse that. In fact, I endorse him taking multiple different vaccines. I, I say he should mix and match. Mix, mix and match. You know, I I, I hear it's really good for um, destroying demons. Uh, you know, if, if by that, I mean, he's a living demon and he'll die if he takes it. Anyway, uh, I don't need to explain that any further. I appreciate you joining us today, Tim. Um, we'll be doing much more uh, with Tim in the future. Again, he's been taking a break to focus on his work and, and getting prepared for this insanity. And I urge a lot of you guys do the same. Anyway, check those links in the description. And until next time, this is Josh Searson and Tim Pachot signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change. I'm sure you have already changed people's minds in your young age because you're involved and I like that.